Welcome, everyone, to TupaCast episode 17. Kevin Zerby and Mark Alley are going to talk all about the 80s hit. I guess it's a hit, maybe. Throw Mama from the Train. <laughs> it is a hit, definitely. I think it was a hit. Yep. But before we get into that, Kevin, Mark, how are you guys doing tonight? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. We just watched Throw Mama from the Train with dinner right before the podcast. So oh, nice. So, I've never nice. had seen it before. I'm really excited to talk about it. it everything's oh, cool. good, man. Everything's right, good. Awesome. I got one more day of school this week, and then it's turkey and Vacation. football. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got to watch it for dessert. <laughs> nice. We have it, but it's stuck all the way back there behind a ton of boxes, and I couldn't get to it, so I cheated. Oh, no. Went on YouTube and watched it in a small window. So sure. Whoever put it up oh, wouldn't get busted. It was on YouTube. Yeah, but you have to like you have to watch it in this little tiny square in the bottom corner while everything else is clouds and stuff. Oh, okay, and, gotcha. And that way, whoever uploaded it doesn't get arrested. But, uh, no kidding. Is that the way they get around that kind of thing? Either that, or they blow it up super big, and you're zoomed in. Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> you can't really see everything. It's like really close. Sure. Up. But yes, yeah, so I, I I went through it just one more time. I watched it when we first mentioned it, but I wanted to see it again tonight just to be really fresh. And, yeah. So I'm really yeah. fresh right now. Well, then, I guess in the spirit of the movie, do you guys have any train stories? Oh. Okay. I thought, that, you know, with the title being Throw Mama from the Train, that there might be more of a train in the movie. <laughs> yeah. But it's, uh, it's not in there very long. But. All right. All right. So train st- uh, go ahead, Mark. We're recording. Okay. So, uh, you know, I live in Southwest Missouri. There's no, no one rides trains around here for much of anything at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's rural right outside of Springfield and that's 30 miles away. Trains are just not a big deal here. But I mean, as far as like passenger trains, no one gets on a passenger train, but Springfield did have a bunch of, you know, like freight trains and things that would go through often. And when I was a kid, uh, there was a train tracks maybe a half a mile away from our house. And I remember being scared in the middle of the night because I would hear the noise and I would be confused whether it was like the train or like a dragon at the back door <laughs> or, you know, just a, a ridiculous monster under my bed. And then I finally hear the train siren, you know, the 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 horn of the train, the whistle or whatever you want to call it. And then I'd be like, oh, OK, it's just a train. I'm not about to be eaten alive, <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> I love it. Other than that, I mean, can I tell a subway story? I have a subway sure. story, I guess. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's, sort of, it's thinking, sort of a train, right? I was thinking the sandwich. I was like, oh. Yeah, I know. Did you order extra meat? <laughs> yeah, I went to Subway. No. Okay. Um, several years ago, we were in Chicago, and we decided to do the touristy thing in Chicago. Uh, to get from our hotel where we were staying to... I don't even remember what what it was we did. I think we just went to the what do they call it out there where the Ferris wheel and all that is. It's uh, the Parkway or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, anyway, fairgrounds. We had to ride. We had to yeah, something like that. It's famous. I don't know the Midway maybe Chicago Midway whatever. There you go. Anyway, yeah. The the point is 
we were we were in the subway. Now I am scared to death of big cities. Anyway, I'm very nervous when I'm in a big city because I don't live in a big city, and I, that's way outside my comfort zone. I'm always like watching my wallet and assuming the worst of everybody around me. Right, so. I, I know it's just a, a major problem. So, you know, we're, we've been out, we've walked all over Chicago. We've seen the Sears tower. Well, it used to be the Sears tower. Now it's called something else. We saw that we, we you know, we, we've done all these touristy things. And so we're getting back into the subway at the end of the day uh, to, to go home. And this person, this, this guy, this kind of a greasy dude. And he's got, you know, he's got dark hair and his pull back into this ponytail. He's got tattoos and he's carrying, a guitar case and i'm like i leaned over to my wife and i'm like there is straight up a he's a mariachi and that dude has guns in that case you just mark my words and i'm serious she's like oh you're being stupid you're just being a moron that's not true i'm like i'm telling you i've seen this movie several times and I, someone on this train is gonna die i just know it. but anyway and she got me stars. through it so yeah <laughs> Anyway, so that's not really a train story, but it was a funny subway story. Well, why I'm terrified of being on the subway. Nothing happened. Did he we got out? off and it, everything was fine. Oh, good. Did you? <laughs> I did not him die. Killing you or anything like that? <laughs> no. I, I, I'm still not convinced there wasn't a gun in there, though. So, man, well, he should have followed him. Yeah, I should. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that sounds like a good plan. <laughs> the only th- the only place I wanted to be in was the lobby of the hotel, man, just to get to. <laughs> You know, reasonable, like several doors between me and civilization. <laughs> I know that I used to take the subway to work to D.C. every morning. And mm-hmm. and it was always scary from like DuPont Circle all the way to Federal Southwest where I got off the train. Because yeah. that was always the scariest because you had the mix of, uh, you know, the best of both worlds. You had business suit guys, guys who would work on Capitol Hill all the way to like the the guys who lived you know in the park next to capitol hill and and smelled delicious (laughs) an aroma that was you know unfathomable would come off these people but they had enough money to get on the train if if that i don't know how they got on the train half the time yeah but it was scary i can understand that feeling when you're not used to that kind of a thing it's really it's really something well even when you're used to it yeah, I'd uh, say. I, I don't know. Just You realize how the reflection from the subway glass can be very helpful. <laughs> you're watching that guy the whole there you time go. in the reflection. You're like, that guy moves. I swear to God, I'm going to just... I tried to... Well, it's, it's like in Roxanne, you know, where they're like, don't stare at his nose. And then it's like, but then you can't, you can't stop staring at the nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I better take a look at this guy so he doesn't think I'm not looking at him. You That's know, great. it's like... Yeah. I went When I went to um, New York last summer for that one day... Mm-hmm. And uh, um, I rode the subway for the first time, and and uh, I got on the the subway at um, well, I guess Lower Harlem or something, and um, it was it was it was a little nervous because I, I was I'd watched some videos ahead of time, and it was like don't block the line, don't don't <laughs> screw up because people are gonna get mad. So I, right. I was I was more nervous about like messing up and like holding people up than like yeah you know, than for the people themselves or whatever, but. Mm-hmm. But once I once I got on there, I was on the subway and it was, you know, three o'clock, two o'clock or something. And it wasn't that many people, but I, I wanted to talk to people. So I kept looking around and like <laughs> nobody would look at me, you know, because, you know, I guess I never to make eye contact. 
Yeah, yeah but I'm like, yeah. Hey. Oh, There's okay. this big muscle guy <laughs> in the middle of the car up there, and he keeps looking at people. He's going <laughs> yeah. to get us. That guy's got a gun. Yes, I know it. I've seen this movie before. <laughs> <laughs> He's got something in his backpack. <laughs> yeah. He's got shifty eyes. He keeps looking around. Well, my friend, I can give you a cool strange story, if I may. This is awesome. It's also very mean, but, you know, you know me. So I was growing up with my brother, like you do, and we would go like down to the do. train station area in Pennsylvania, and we used to put the pennies on the tracks, you know, that thing, and uh, yep. and flatten them out or any other coin we could find, and it was such a cool sound to hear that thing go fling, and then you have to go search for it after the train went by. And the the thing that I did was so terrible, but for some reason is a fond memory, I don't know why, was to torture my brother thinking that I just had it with life and I couldn't take it anymore, and the train's coming. <laughs> and I was be like, Brian, don't look, man. Can't take it. Oh, no. And he's just a little kid. <laughs> so he's looking back going, no! I'm like, don't, don't kill look, yourself. man. I'm sorry, oh, man. man. Can't do it. I don't have any more pennies. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> and each time before the train come, I'd jump off, and you hear him on the other side uh-huh. going, stop! <laughs> no. oh, that's awful. Yeah, and then, then I, you're like standing there oh, waiting on him. On as soon as the train went by, goes, Ta-da! He goes, I really thought you did it, but this time I am, Brian. Don't look. <laughs> the next train's coming. <laughs> no, it would go on. Oh, Please, no. That's funny. Yeah, in an awful way, but in it's an funny. awful yeah. way. But that was, <laughs> was terrible. <laughs> Best the good mm. one to to wash that out of my mouth is the uh, taking the train to go see Shelley in Nebraska for the first time when we were oh, just nice. getting to know each other. And the cool thing uh-huh. about that is a three day trip, and I probably slept about. And then once she met you, she wanted to jump in front of the train. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> Kevin, don't look, man. Don't look. I'm out of pennies. <laughs> Not what I was expecting. And you have no money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I go, no. So, so you two didn't meet in real life? No, we actually met in a AOL chat room when I was looking for um, bass strings from my father's stand-up bass. And I got oh, in a conversation with her because she was in a a symphony but uh, in Omaha, but it wasn't the Omaha Symphony. It was a division or thereof or something of that nature or some kind of something. And she played bass clarinet and she knew people. So she, she was asking them questions and then answering it for me. And this is back when AOL had okay. those little chat rooms. Yeah, uh, I remember. From that point on, you know, we became good friends. A couple of years later, um, uh, her eldest daughter was going to Connecticut for college. And uh, therefore, we said, hey... If that's the case, we have a house in, uh, you know, New York. You could stay there, the cabin up in New York. Uh, stayed there for a while, and that's where we fell in love, and here we are. Boom. It's like a super short version, but to take the train yeah. out there to get her stuff from, you know, Nebraska to New York, it was three days on the train, and they had a smoker. And back then, wow. I smoked cigarettes. They had a smoker yeah. car downstairs. You had to go downstairs and then, like, Take take a back road somewhere on the train to this one train that stank. Everybody's smoking, and the whole place is just yeah. filled with. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was just everybody was dying in there, and me too. And uh, yeah, you didn't really need to smoke a cigarette. You'd probably get about two puffs in, and the rest of the air would just kill you. <laughs> uh, but it was amazing that they had a sure. smoking car, and uh, yeah, 
You think they would have a, a car with like a without a roof and then yeah, exactly. open air car? Yeah, it'd be perfect. Or like a rail, you know, like a I don't know, no no windows or something. somewhere where exactly. you can yeah, like with the open windows open. Yeah. Well, I don't know how fast we were going, but I would imagine you get sucked out. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, you would guess so. Going down for the yeah, I'm gonna go smile. <laughs> This isn't Poughkeepsie. (laughs) So we would. (laughs) But my favorite thing is making friends. There's always those train friends. I don't know if you've ever taken a three or four day trip on a train, but you make these buddies. And they they end up being like your little group of friends for three days. It's like your best friends because that's it. These are the people you are (laughs) stuck with. For yeah, like three days you've got to be friends, right? Yeah, and we ended up. I hang. I hung out with this this couple that had their own sleeper car. Played cards with them. Had a few drinks. Uh, woke up the next morning. I didn't know. No, I'm kidding. Um, but it was. <laughs> it was. You know, it was neat. It was a big group of people. And we all got together and just like told stories where we were from, where you go, and you meet the people that are always on the train. Like that's all they do for a living is go back and forth. Yeah, from the yeah. in the United States on a train, and they're like, "Ah, we just we went from Canada down to Florida, and now we're yep. on our way to Alaska." You know, yep. <laughs> it's like the people who live on a cruise ship, right? Yeah, exactly. And uh, that's what I love about trains. Very cool. That's cool. It's just a neat trip, and I still have pictures and fond memories of people. And on I would like to again for the rest of my life. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I, I would like to do that one day. That would be fun. It is fun, though. Yeah. When I was growing up, my dad had a train set in our basement. We lived in Indiana, and he um, built a train set, and he tried to model it after the town that we lived in. He worked at an Alcoa aluminum company, oh, so he beautiful. would build uh, different parts of the of the plant and put it on the train set. And um, That's cool. Really, you know, he'd, he'd build the cars and paint them and make them uh, the different lines that, that you know, the, there's so, back then there were so many different – uh, not brands, but I guess companies. Yeah. Um, and so he would have the different ones, the ones that came through town, the ones that he liked. And then uh, when we moved to uh, Texas, uh, he kind of put it, I don't think we had a good spot for it or, or my, maybe my mom didn't want it anymore, but he, he put it up. But I know when we, in Indiana, I guess like because of the winters, you had more time indoors. So I guess people had more hobbies. Sure. Yeah, it makes but sense. But w- when we moved to texas like nobody had train sets and nobody did hobby stuff like mm, arts right. and crafts and stuff i mean i get because you could go outside all year i guess um yeah. so it was, it was a, kind of a different um i don't know i guess a different culture but that's kind of neat having that little train set i mean it was yeah, kind of big it took up like the whole room but I, i've always found those really cool like it, the scale modeling of all that stuff yeah. it's really neat do you have any pictures of that train set uh, I, I do. And then, oh, um, I'd have to find them. But um, here in my town, maybe six, seven years ago, they reopened a train line that used to come through town like way back before I lived here. And it's it, it had been unused forever. But then the train came back and, and put all new track. And so like every couple years, they have a Christmas train. And it's got Christmas lights on it. Yeah. And, yeah. and it, they will come through town and park it. And you get to walk through like three or four cars. And one's got Santa. One's got a little model train set. One's got like Christmas decorations. And they have like people dressed like elves and stuff. And it's all lit up. And it's really neat. It's really fun. Wow. That's dreamy. Literally. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> shall we get... 
job. <laughs> All right, so th- <laughs> throw mama from the train. Mark said this is his first time to see uh, to see it. Yep. Uh, th- this right. is also my first. I saw it when I was a kid, but I don't remember anything. So this was pretty much my first time. And Kevin, you said you have seen it before. Oh yeah, I've seen it on HBO about eight hundred times, and okay. was lucky enough to find it in the Goodwill for the two dollars. Oh, nice! So I snagged that fast because it's one of my favorite movies. Okay, well then, why don't you uh, why don't you take off and leave for us? And uh, thank yeah. you. Well, this is a story about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's something. It's it's a great story. It's about two writers, uh, one an aspiring writer and the other one already a writer, uh, played by Billy Crystal. He plays the uh, the main writer who has been. Uh, his name is Larry. He's been ruined by his wife, who uh, is played by the great Captain Janeway. Yeah, from um, Voyager. I was like, oh, man, that's Captain, Captain Janeway from Voyager. And Dina and Connor look at me like, what are you talking about? I was just watching I was like, last come on. Night. I love I, know, I, like, I haven't watched Voyager in years. I need to watch it again. Netflix. Hey, baby. hey, uh, when at, at the beginning, when she's on Oprah... Yes. Yeah. She she kind of was it just me or did she sort of talk like Captain Kirk? A little bit. I don't know, maybe. She has that quality, like super and cocky think, and confident. Yeah, you I know, think that that's kind of, why she was picked. Okay. Yeah, probably because she has that 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 male feminism. You wow, guys, that is uh, you <laughs> not what that. I was going to say, but <laughs> Kate Kate Milgrew plays that part right there. Yeah, Kate Milgrew, that's right. And that's right. Uh, but yeah, it's a story about uh, Danny DeVito who who wants to become a great writer, and he's taken the class from Billy Crystal, who didn't get far with his book because his now ex-wife Kate Milgrew has ruined his life by stealing basically every idea he ever came up with and running with it, <laughs> and. Uh, that's that's the beginning of the movie, and uh, he has little fantasies of taking his wife out, and so does Danny DeVito has has a lot of fantasies about getting rid of his mother, who's driving him crazy on a daily basis, as anyone who lives with their parents until the age of what he's in his late forties, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, early fifties maybe, and um, so as the story progresses. Uh, uh, Billy Crystal inadvertently tells Danny DeVito, Owen, to, you know, tells him to, if he wants to figure out how to, you know, handle life and do things in life, go check out this Alfred Hitchcock movie. Well, Danny Elfman does that. Owen goes and does that and gets the wrong picture in his mind, thinking that what he needs to do, and I forget the name of the Alfred Hitchcock movie that they watched. Uh, Strangers uh, on a Train. Thank you. Yeah, Strangers on a Train. But, um, to do this crisscross thing where, you know, Denny Elfman will kill Billy Crystal's ex-wife if Billy Crystal will kill Danny Elfman. Excuse me. Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah, you've been saying Danny Elfman. I'm like, that is awesome. Oh, just twice. Just twice. Oh, not, a, not a lot. And, uh, <laughs> and, they'll, and they'll switch. So if, if yeah. Billy goes ahead and kills Owen's mom, vice versa. You know, Owen will kill Larry's yeah ex-wife so as the story progresses danny devito pushes her right off a boat the the uh the wife the ex-wife of billy crystal and uh from that point on uh hilarity ensues 
Because that's yes. something you say when you're defining. I've never had to define a movie this much, and I feel really silly doing it. I'm sorry. I hope I haven't screwed <laughs> it up for anybody. Oh, no, you did good. Is listening thus far, and um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what happens is uh, uh, Billy ends up staying with Owen because uh, he's pretty sure that he'll be arrested. He's he's all over the television for, you know, the murder of his ex-wife, and uh, they think that he did it. And uh, we'll take it from there. Oh, Chris. Okay. Thank you, Kevin. So, um, <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, okay. So, coming into this movie, the the only reason I really know about it is because Anne Ramsey, the lady that plays Owen's mom, is Mama Fratelli from The Goonies. Yeah. And I only she's know fantastic in both roles. Oh, she's yeah. Amazing. The I laughed actress. almost every time she was. Yeah. Uh, almost absolutely. Amazing. Her insults, <laughs> but uh, so so when I started watching it, I'm not I'm not a big um, Billy Crystal or Danny DeVito fan. Right, uh, I could I could take him or leave it. I mean, I'm I'm on the fence. So I was like, oh, I don't know if this is going to be any good. But I have to admit that Danny DeVito, uh, Owen, Danny DeVito's character, I really came to like him. I thought he was kind of like this, kind of like a simpleton where he he didn't really yeah. realize what he was doing, but he he seemed like really like sweet man child. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. And, yeah. And, and Billy innocent. just yeah. yeah, and Bill, Billy just seems kind of like a whiny uh you know what uh pessimist. Oh, yeah. But uh, I, I like Danny yeah. DeVito. He was pretty fun. Yeah. The thing the yeah. thing that I like the most about um his character is that no matter what was going on around him he had his agenda and it wasn't he wasn't dirty minded he wasn't uh you know he's very clean and innocent like you were saying but it it steered his life too he he wanted to get to what he had to have done and uh no matter what he had to do to get there he would do it if that makes sense you know what i mean sure yeah but yeah uh, and i like that and the and the way that he played danny devito played that character was just perfect. Every single nuance about him. Yes, Very yes. Very well produced. Billy Crystal, man, he looked so young and yeah, skinny. He like an 18, Boy, he was. Yeah, he looked good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he looked. He looked good. He did look good. Yeah, a lot of hair. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I thought it was. I had never seen it before, and I I don't I don't know exactly what I was expecting. I think I was expecting a little bit more. Um, blatant comedy, I guess you'd say, but this is more of a dark comedy with just like some absurd situations and and things like that. Uh, I, I enjoyed it; it was funny. We had it had some some moments that we just absolutely busted a gut laughing. <laughs> There's tons. Yeah, I, I think the to me the 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 best probably the best one. And I, my wife said we are going to start using this phrase around the house all the time. <laughs> is when. The police come and Owen is base. But Owen thinks that uh, what is Dan, what is uh, Billy Crystal's character's name? Larry. Larry. Okay, so Owen thinks Larry has already killed his mother, and he's trying to kind of keep the police in the kitchen, kind of away from the rest of everything. And then all of a sudden, Mama oh, speaks yeah. up from the other room and he says, "Mama, you're alive!" And then he turns around <laughs> to the police and goes old people you have to reassure them <laughs> yeah yeah oh man i mean we that was hilarious so no, funny. That, was funny. that whole scene was really good to be honest i mean <laughs> you got billy crystal in the in the closet all sweating because the police are there and just one they really kind of pushed the jokes of uh he's gonna because owen is just like 
he kept saying these things that were just like blatantly obvious that something was wrong, and then he kept it would just cover you know another way. So <laughs> it was fun. Uh, that was that was a lot of fun to watch that part. Those guys have really good timing together. Very. I mean, I felt like. Uh, Billy Crystal and uh, Danny DeVito really, really worked well. I, I guess Danny DeVito directed it. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And Ramsey got a Best Supporting Actress for her role. Yeah. Well, she was fantastic. She, yeah. it. she died so a, about a year later, and she was only 57 years old in that movie. Yeah, she had uh, cancer or something, right? Yeah, Awful. unfortunately. But she died. Yeah, uh, they, they said in... Um, in '84, they had to take part of her jaw and tongue out, really? and that's that's why she has that that lisp attributed oh, to that okay. accent. Yeah, I would think so. Right, right, right. Yeah, I didn't know that. Interesting. I, didn't I had know never that heard of that. We learned something new today. Yeah, there we go. Podcast over. Hey. Yeah, podcast out. Once you learn something, oh, that's it. Yeah. Twenty-six minutes yeah. in. Thank you now for listening. <laughs> <laughs> I like oh, oh one one funny thing. Uh, so apparently in 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 that movie, nobody locks their doors because okay. when really it, at that. the very beginning, uh, Billy Crystal is typing and his friend busts in and is like, oh, I need something, I need yeah, something green, right. and he just comes in and then <laughs> yeah. uh, when <laughs> yeah, when, uh, right. when Billy goes to his girlfriend's house, he just walks in. And then there's one more scene where they just walk into somebody's house or well, apartment. Like Danny DeVito got into the uh, oh yeah ex wife's house. house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that too. Like everything's that, unlocked. That was hilarious. Oh, we, when he was, <laughs> we should probably explain that scene a little more. So Danny <laughs> DeVito is he's at the ex wife's house mm-hmm. and he's getting ready to kill her and he puts these gloves on real elaborately <laughs> and he's getting ready to stalk her across Great. the you know the room she's she's putting her makeup on Great and then all of a sudden the gardener comes in and the gar- she and the gardener start having a uh, a romantic interlude i guess you would say on the couch boy do that while he's just standing behind the couch, sitting behind the couch mm-hmm. and he he ends up flipping through a magazine <laughs> <while> yeah <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then the phone rings, and he ha- actually hands her the mag is or hands her the phone. Yep. Yeah, she doesn't yeah. even notice. I, I just that whole scene was just great. Yeah, Danny DeVito really bored. He was like, yeah, she, she, yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it was fun. That, the whole movie was great, but that just several scenes really stuck out, and that was one of them. I like where uh, where he that after he kill or thinks he kills her, kills her, and uh, he's calling Larry. <laughs> And he keeps hanging up, and every time he's at yeah. a different mountain. Yeah, the, yeah, just in rapid succession. Like yeah, he's in all, the mountains. He's, he's all over the, the island. And all, all the phones <laughs> were different, like a pineapple <laughs> and a seashell. And a, yeah. But pretty, it, it took like five yeah. seconds in between each phone yeah. call. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's at a different That's location it. each time. Did you see that Barry Sonnenfeld had a uh, director of photography credit on this? No, I didn't see that. I noticed that when we were watching the credits. Well, of course, he's a famous director, you know, so it kind of makes I think there was some of his little trademarks in there. Probably the thing I couldn't I don't want to start saying what I couldn't stand about the movie. It's really only one thing was the soundtrack uh, music track. It was a little too overdone, almost like when I don't know who did the music, though. I should take a look before I complain. It could be somebody I really like, (laughs) like like Silverstein or something. Um, But it's just so overdone. Do you, don't you don't oh. you feel that a little bit where it gets just too almost Disney? It was, da- it was and- David Newman. I don't know. I didn't really even 
even think about the music, honestly. It just kind of blended into me, so not particularly memorable, at least. Well, that's good, then. Then maybe it's just yeah. me because I'm a musician or something, but it's like if this movie was made today, I doubt there would be that much music in it, and it would still be as, be as valuable yeah. as it is with the music. I don't know if that makes sense. Not yeah, either, it makes but, sense. Yeah, it's like um, uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. Uh, same type of music is in that as well. It's just very bouncy, and it's almost like comedy on top of comedy with the music. Right. It's almost okay. a little too annoying sure. at my age now, I mm-hmm. guess. When I was a kid, I loved it. You know, it made it feel yeah. like a kid's movie almost. But sure. uh, that's just the only complaint I have. What I love. I, yeah, I, yeah, go ahead. I'm so sorry, is the coin collection scene. Oh yeah, oh, that's the best. That is my that, favorite. That was so heartwarming. And, and yeah, yes, it like, really oh, was. Here's my coin collection: a penny, here's a yeah, nickel, yeah. and another yeah. nickel, yeah. and yeah. a quarter, <laughs> and a quarter. Yeah. <laughs> Are these worth anything? No. <laughs> nope. And then yeah, I thought they were going to. I thought they were going to leave. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's funny. That's funny. I didn't see that coming. And then, <laughs> then he's then he then they add the part with his dad. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. His dad called him little Ned, and that's why his mom calls him Owen. That's right. yeah. That was no. so funny. I was like, "Oh, that's terrible! That poor kid." <laughs> oh, oh, he was like Chris said. He was by far Owen Danny DeVito's character by by far the most sympathetic. I just felt really bad for him, you know. And he, yeah. Oh, he he ended up saving his mama at the end. It was so nice. Yeah. You know, oh, spoilers. Can we, are we, yeah, we're in spoilers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's say, let's call it Mama Dangles from the train. Mama Dangles, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, that, it's like Kick Larry from the train is what it really is. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> what about yeah. the speech when uh, Mrs. Lift's eyes are open that Larry gives Mrs. Lift there? Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. Too. Oh, yeah. Because he yep. thought her eyes, yep. he thought she was sleeping, but her eyes were wide open. And yeah, yeah. Goes, goes the whole speech <laughs> about the plan to yeah. kill her and trying to just uh, console her and everything. And she's snoring the whole time. Yep. Yeah. Was- well, I was thinking like um, the, the whole uh, relationship between Owen and his mom, and <laughs> she's so like mean, but like controlling and everything. Like, there's so much material there to write. Like oh, you, yeah. could, you could write a book about it. You could write like a web comic or something like maybe yeah. not Owen because he's too close to it. Like it's too, yeah. you know, but like sure. as a friend, like if he was my friend or something, I'd be like, man, <laughs> I could totally use this material. <laughs> oh, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, like, don't kill her, Owen. Don't kill her. I need, I need some more pages. <laughs> <laughs> right. I also enjoyed that. I mean, I guess it was a little overdone maybe, but, when uh, Larry was complaining about his ex-wife constantly in every yes, yes. and uh, the, like the scene with Rob Reiner as his agent, there was a really funny line. It was, um, you know, she couldn't write her, she couldn't write her name in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know why. I know it's kind of a cheesy joke, but it just really, uh, really got me. I laughed out loud pretty hard on that that one as well, and. Uh, the the line where the guy is where he's in the hospital at yeah. the end, Larry is, and the, and the guy's like, "Are you going to complain about your ex wife again? Because if you do, I'm leaving. I've had enough. It's, every ten minutes, you're whining about her." Well, that's what he funny. says. He looks at her. He says, "Larry, I'm sorry, but I'm leaving you." Yeah, yeah. 
and he it walks was, out. It was great. <laughs> yep. Oh, it's funny. Funny movie. Very good. Very well written. It was clever. It was clever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of little uh, snappy one, uh, comebacks and one-liners uh-huh. and stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I like the uh, part where they're 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 uh, making out on the kitty train, and <laughs> and he's like he's like oh I can't I've got writer's block. <laughs> she's like everywhere. Like here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good too. That's funny. <laughs> yep. And then Danny DeVito's in the back just watching him and he eats a bit of potato chips. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was good. That was funny. <laughs> This sucker's made with fourteen million dollars, and it grossed fifty-seven nine hundred thousand. Oh wow! wow that's, after that's that, pretty good return there on your investment. Very good. Yeah, the, uh, there's a part when uh, I guess it's kind of it's close to the beginning where Owen is typing, and uh, his mom just starts yelling at him like, "Bring me some tea or food or whatever," and he's like trying Pepsi. to They're trying to type. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I could, t- I could totally relate to that because almost every time I sit down and start drawing, it's like one of the kids like, Daddy, <laughs> Daddy, I'm like, oh. yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> I uh, I really enjoyed the whole fake outs where he would have these little mini fantasies about killing her. Oh, yeah. You know, and that, they yeah. did that quite a bit. I was almost half convinced that the whole movie would end up being one of those uh, dreams, you know, things at the end or something like that. But. They uh they didn't go that way, no. which which I was it was kind of good that they didn't. It would have been a little obvious, maybe. How did Owen Owen poison her? The, the dream sequences were poison. Yeah, there's Sim- yeah there's lie. He does puts lie in the tea, scissors and the part where he the scissors, scissors in the ear yeah. that was funny. And then there's the best one is when he you think he's got like a I don't know a gun or something pulled up against her head, and he's actually <laughs> just blows the trumpet. Oh yeah. <laughs> He blows a trumpet, and she she has like a mini heart attack or something. Louis Armstrong actually, tried to kill yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, I had a dream that Louis Armstrong tried to kill me. Oh, that was great. <laughs> really funny stuff. Oh, when really Billy Crystal is sitting down at the table in the kitchen, and uh, she comes in and goes, "Who's this?" He says, "This is my cousin Patty." And then he yeah. says, she's like, "You don't <laughs> you have lied. a cousin Patty. You lied to me." And he smacks him in the head with the. Owen smacks Billy in the head with the pen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, hey, you're, you're talking about how uh, he has his little fantasies. There's a movie on Netflix right now that I actually started watching before this movie. It's got um, Kevin James, the uh, that mall, Paul Blart, mall cop yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the uh, he's he 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 writes a book uh, like he's a like, like a spy novel and they think he's a real spy. But in the movie, like there's these thing, there's these parts in the movie where he fantasizes like what he would do if he was the character in the book, and they okay. and they and they act it out, and then he like snaps back to reality. <laughs> it's 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 just like Owen, but yeah, okay, it's really cool. You guys, you guys would probably I haven't finished it yet, but you guys would probably like that I movie. Th- I've been you know, tempted I, to see it. The True Memoirs yeah, of an International s- Assassin. Yes, yeah, that's it. Yeah, we saw that on Netflix, and oh, uh, you already saw it. Okay, well, we didn't see it, but we just saw that it was advertised. Oh, you oh know? Okay. same here. I haven't seen and, it. And uh, Dina and Connor were like, "Oh, we got to see that," and I'm like, "Man, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of Kevin James out. I just think he hasn't really, <laughs> you know, it's I'm I don't know. That's why I haven't seen it yet. This way about him, I I mean. I really liked some of the earlier stuff that he did, but it seems like he's just always the same guy in all of his movies. He's yeah, like he is. the bad Adam Sandler. I mean, he's like just doing the same stuff over and over. 
Yeah, I don't know. This one, this one's kind of like toned down a little bit. Okay, uh, I, I, I'm actually, I actually like um, this one's not as uh, had, well, I don't know over high overhanded maybe is that the word heavy handed uh, maybe heavy handed oh, heavy handed oh, what did oh, I say oh. overhanded overhanded that's how uh, like you pitch I think yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's something with the hand <laughs> something with the hand I don't know yeah the guy who uh, directed this is the one who did Kick Ass Two and the Cry Wolf and the and uh, like real serious well Kick Ass Two wasn't serious yeah. The the directing and the um what what do you call it the uh, ph- photography yeah uh, the the color the lighting I mean it looks really good it's it looks sharp this guy's like an action movie superhero kind of director yeah though, it, this it looks like it except it's got Kevin James and <laughs> I thought Adam it's, Sandler it's pretty, wrote it which is why I stayed away from it because I'm I about no, it it's pretty it's pretty neat it's 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 pretty neat. All right, we have to check it out then. Yeah, yeah. If it's bad, I'm coming for you too. (laughs) Telling you, if it's Mall Cop Three, basically, (laughs) I'm just Paul Yeah, if we have to put it with Paul Bart one more time. He's got a new TV show, right? Kevin can wait. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Yeah, and Dina and Connor were watching. I don't know. We're supposed to be talking about something else, and I'm totally just ranting about Kevin James. (laughs) (laughs) But we, I was in there working on something. I don't know, writing maybe, and. Uh, they're watching this show and they're they're laughing and stuff and I'm like guys that is literally the same stuff he was doing on King of Queens 15 years ago. <laughs> it's like probably the same jokes. It's just crazy. Yeah, I did like uh, the King of Queens though. I was a big fan of that show. Oh, I I watched it back in the day too. I mean, that's that was fine. You know, it's funny that um uh, oh man, what was that movie we just watched? Dory, Dory, Finding Dory or whatever. Uh-huh. And and this kind of goes back to I, I probably told y'all before my my. Biggest pet peeve with TV is when they have like the husbands look stupid. And, uh, yeah, like and every like, TV show ever. Yes, and and I mean I get it. That's there's you know there's a lot oh, of yeah. people like, but yep. but it's like so like every single show and then like in Dory, uh, Finding Dory, there's two fish and they and they fi- they're the ones who find Dory when she was lost as a baby and it's like a husband and wife and I don't I I didn't see the whole thing but they're swimming around. And and the wife is like, I hear something, and the and the husband's like, Nah, nah, you don't hear nothing. And she's like, Yes, I hear something. And he's like, Well, we're in the ocean. There's lots of stuff. You know, it could be anything. And she's like, No, it sounds like a child. <laughs> so they go find her, and the, the the mom's like, Man, what do we do? And the dad's like, well, I don't know. And she's like, Well, we can't leave her. And he's like, uh, Okay, well, what do you want to do? And I'm like, Oh, why do you make him so stupid? Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry, but it's like it's that's 2000. the thing now. They're dumbing down men. I'm gonna say it. Yeah, they are. It's annoying. It is. I'm smart and stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if it's new. I, I wouldn't say that's new. I mean, if you go back to, isn't the honeymooners wasn't wasn't uh, the main character there? What's his name? Jackie, Jackie Gleason. Gleason. Yeah, wasn't he an idiot too? I mean, that's kind of an it kind of a yeah, common and trope. Fred Flintstone, trope, and you know, yeah. through. But like you history. think about like um, family ties, that dad was was with it, and, and they had true. a good, they had a really healthy, you know, mutual relationship. And the guy on Alf, like he yeah, was that's kinda, right. You know, it's like, asparagus, asparagus, <laughs> food for your table. Sorry, I, I think of that every time I hear about Alf. <laughs> what is that song. from? Is it's that from Alf. That you know, the dad is a songwriter, right? He no. writes commercial jingles. Isn't that oh, his job okay. on Al? That's right. And and he's got to do. Yeah, I, I don't know why this one thing has stepped. I thought stuck he was in like my a, head a, since a tax guy or something. 
Oh, no, was he? I don't know. I mean, I mean, maybe, but I seem to remember him writing oh. a song for something. What he was he... writing a song to advertise asparagus. He's oh. like, how am I going to wow. make asparagus sound funny and exciting? <laughs> and so he, he writes a song, and it's asparagus, asparagus, food for your table. Asparagus, asparagus, to make you feel more able. <laughs> And, and the kid's like, Dad, that's terrible. That's like the worst thing ever. <laughs> and you I'm going to have to look that it. up. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I know. It's, it's dumb. This is how my mind works. Yeah. It's like random things from 1981 <laughs> or whatever. I just want to say that Lester, Billy Crystal's friend, was played by the one and the only Branford Marsalis. Nothing. Nice. Branford Yeah, absolutely. His brother Winton and Winton and Branford. They were awesome. They're both great. Did Chris, now, Chris, did you Winton's know? the tromboner, right? Or no, he's a trumpeter. He's a trumpeter. Um, and and uh, Winton was the, or uh, Branford was the sax player. Yes. And yep. they, they played with Sting, Miles Davis together. They've done uh, Herbie Hancock together. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's when I, I, I don't know, my jazz band director put us in touch with some really good music oh, back in the day God. in the late 80s. And those guys were at the height of their powers back then i guess you'd say well until now i did not know that at all i thought that lester was somebody else because i've never seen branford marsalis with hair i've always seen him teaching kids bald you know and and playing music um if he's playing with anybody i saw him with uh like bruce horns be back in the 80s or something and uh huh. um but i didn't see hair he's always had a shaved head so i didn't put two and two together even tonight when i was watching i just found out by looking at the credits it said uh, it said Willie was a social worker. I didn't remember okay. that at all. I'm I'm reading it. This is episode one, or uh, episode, season one, episode twenty two, called "It Ain't Easy Being Green." <laughs> Brian <laughs> Brian must sing an asparagus song for school with his classmate Spencer, who he doesn't get along with very well. Okay, so Brian's the boy. Brian's the boy. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Well, I thought so, I don't know. I guess. The dad must have been had uh, some musical knowledge, I guess. Uh, I'll have to watch that one. What what episode is that? Twenty one. Uh, Twenty two. Twenty two. I think Alf's on Netflix, so I'll see if it's. Oh up my there. goodness! Is it really? Uh, I think it was. Goes, I, they may have taken like four years of my life right there. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, when Alf was on, we we watched it, and I still like. Uh, I think I have season one on DVD, and I'll put it on every now and then. I still like that show. Yeah. I, I just love his whole thing with the cat. That, that was funny. I think Alf is just a funny, great character. And the cartoon was really good, too. I don't remember the cartoon too much. The, car- the cartoon's really creative because it's on um, on his home planet. It's on Mac? Yeah, and so it's got the other Alf, you know, his friends and Alfie stuff. Is. And he's like, he's like in the, um, I forgot what it's called. It's kind of like the ROTC or something, but... What I, what I really like about it is since it's on there, it's on another planet, all the creatures are different creatures. There's not like horses and cows. They're all like specific to that planet. All the houses look different. Everything has been created just for that planet. So it's really cool design and, and yeah. uh, concept art. It's really cool. That's pretty awesome. Man. Got a catchy uh, theme song too. Yeah. I remember yeah. seeing it a long time ago. And I totally forgot about that cartoon. They have like, I think, Two series. One is like when they're on the planet, and it's before he comes to Earth. And then the second series is is like him and his friends reenact uh, fairy tales, but they put the Alf spin on it. Sure. 
which is yeah. kind of weird because they're 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 From in another that, planet. Yeah, yeah, but they're doing like you know, Robin Hood. That is whatever. that is kind of unusual, but it's still fun, you know. In a weird we used, way, I was just going to say that we used to have a uh, stuffed Alf doll when we were kids. Well, by that mm-hmm. time, I was uh, a lot older than a kid, but Mom got me one anyway because <laughs> I loved watching it. And sure. uh, and we took all the stuffing out. So I could what? make my brother laugh. I wanted to make it into a hand puppet. I ruined <laughs> oh. it. And I ruined yeah, there you go. It. I ruined it. Oh, no. It. I should have left oh, stuff no. stuffing in it, but, yeah, I ruined it. So it yeah, just became this flop of this an alf. formless mass of alf. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> so so what, what I learned tonight about Kevin is he likes to uh, play chicken with trains and torment his brother and, yeah, he, des- and destroy and, and mutilate destroy alf. Toys. Yeah, he, <laughs> Kevin... We're learning a lot of things about you. Kevin hates his brother and he hates Alf. Like Silence of the Lambs meets Alf for my brother. That's what that yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So, can we can we go back to the eighties stuff for a bit? Yeah. I have another <laughs> I have some eighties news for you. Okay. okay, so the other day, I don't know why I was looking this stuff up, but I remembered watching this cartoon when I was a kid. That had these characters called Kid Comet and Moleculad on it. Do you remember watching that, either one of you two? No. So I've talked to other people about it, and no one remembers that show. So I finally just did some internet searching, and it turns out it's on the show Space Stars, which was an anthology show that has Space Ghost, the Herculoids, and this group called Teen Force, which had the two characters that I was remembering, and also Astro from the Jetsons. Oh. Uh, with a few other dogs in space. Really? And yes, and it's on the on the way from Amazon, and that's how I'm going to spend most of my Thanksgiving oh, break. That's I think. Be awesome. Yeah. Wait, what's it's it called? Teen Force? Space Stars. Well, oh. Space Stars is what the whole thing is called. Okay. But Teen Force is the these the brief bit. It's you know it's like there's like ten minutes on each show or whatever. Sure. So look up for Space Stars Teen Force. I just really love their character designs. They were cool. Huh. Like one of them, they rode around on these like space motorcycle things. They were awesome. Oh, nice. Can't go wrong okay. with a space motorcycle. You cannot go wrong with a space motorcycle. <laughs> I love Space Ghost when I was a kid. That was my show. Oh, Space Ghost is great. Did you, we, we loved uh, when he was on Batman Brave and the Bold. He teamed up with Batman. That was so awesome. Fantastic. Yeah. Wow, Hanna Barbera. Okay, so I, I'm. I didn't know this was out. Yeah, no, I've never heard of that. That's cool. I was eleven yeah, too. To... I would have loved this. Yes, exactly. So anyway, there you go. I'm totally off topic from Mama. <laughs> oh no, oh, no, that's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm from the thing. Throw Mama off the space. Mutts. Whatever. I remember called. this? Yeah, I do yeah. remember Astro and the Space Muts. God, that's, wow, and, that's uh, cool. That's dust yeah. out of my brain right there. I know it's great, right? <laughs> Yeah. I can't wait to see it. I know it's going to be horrible, and I'm, it's going to be bad just to watch it. Like when I watched Voltron again after so many years, but I don't care because I loved it when I was a kid. Yeah, hey, have you seen have you seen the new Voltron on Netflix? Yes, I love it. We oh, watched all of awesome. it like in three days over the oh, summer. Yeah. This so, is yeah, Voltron it's on Netflix. Yeah, yes. new Voltron. New a new new one, and it's, it's wonderful. Out of the loop, and the, yeah, it's it's really good. I love the. It's they've so changed it up from the formula of the old show. You know, it's yeah. like they don't even make Vol- Voltron in every show. Right. It's just really, it's just really cool. And new episodes come out in January, I think. Oh, good. They need to hurry up. Yep, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for the toys, man. Oh yeah, no. Are they making some? Because that'd be awesome. They are. They are. Oh really? Some. Sweet. Uh-huh. 
yeah, I'm happy about that. Guess what just so, went to my list? <laughs> Voltron Force. <laughs> Legendary yep. Defender, I'm just saying. Yep. So then uh, Miss Ramsey, she uh, was the mama that was supposed to be thrown from the train. And, uh, back on. <laughs> trying right. to steer you back in there. I'm sorry. Did I uh, did I tell you how uh, I may have mentioned this before in one of the other podcasts? How I saw her on Murder She Wrote? No, did I mention that? Oh, was she on Murder She Wrote? I believe it was the uh, the first episode. Uh, Angela Lansbury, uh, what's her name? Jessica Fletcher. She's she's in the she goes to the big city. She's at a hotel and mm-hmm. she's following somebody. And she goes out at night to follow them. And she gets on the bus. And when she gets on the bus, the, the, the bus driver who's like this crotchety old man's like, it's 75 cents. And she, she hands him a dollar bill. And he's like, exact change only. So she turns to the, the whoever's sitting behind the driver, and it's Ann Ramsey. Okay. And she's sitting there. I don't know if she's supposed to be a bag lady or what, but she's sitting there, and she's, you know, Ann Ramsey. And um, uh, Jessica Fletcher is like, do you have change? Uh, do you have four quarters or something like that? And uh, Ann Ramsey hands her three. And Jessica's like, uh, uh, it's a dollar. And she's like, something like, this is a dollar. It only gives her three. <laughs> anyway, so she gets That's three funny. quarters and, and it's enough for the fare. But it's Ann Ramsey and she's only in there for like five seconds. It's kind of weird. I don't know. It's funny that they'd have her. She must have just been on set that day. Yeah, yeah. They they have it on IMDb. It says, she, you're right, she played the bag lady. The Murder of Sherlock Holmes was the title, and it was okay. 1984. Yep. I think yeah, we did so, talk about that in the Goonies episode. Yeah, I but, think oh, well. so. Yeah, yeah. So it's probably she's also, right. she's also in uh, uh, Scrooged. Yes. Okay. That's my favorite. Yeah, she's one of a, my favorite characters that she played. Yeah, she's really. She's so really apparently good. she was like a, 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 a popular character actor. I guess she was in a lot of stuff before like the Goonies came out, and then she kind of got sort of famous or whatever, but she'd been yeah. acting forever. Like a long time. I guess. I don't You mentioned she was on Alf, I take it, yeah? Alf? I don't know, maybe. She was. She <laughs> played, we just, she, how did we get on Alf? We got on Alf because of me and that stupid song. Okay, so... so Why did I talk about the song? I can't remember that. I don't know, but she was. She was on Alf. She played Ethel Buttonwood and... What? You ain't nothing but There we go. It all comes around. Yet. See, I was actually I was actually oh. on point. Yes, you were. I was actually what? on topic when I was talking that about that. That came out what? right after Throw Mama from the Train. That was her next job before she died and her last job before she died. What That's episode awesome. uh, was that? Oh, forgive me. No, they have her in Homer and Eddie in 1989, but she died in 1988. Now explain yeah. that. Oh, maybe she filmed it before. Maybe they just the Yeah, 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 that that's yeah, they, she was in You Ain't Nothing But a Hound Dog in Alf. Yep. Season two, episode 20. Season two, episode. A stray dog makes Alf jealous, so he gives her to the first and obviously wrong person who responds to a found dog poster. That's Alf. funny. Of course, they that make her play familiar. something terrible, I bet, right? Yeah. Like the dog catcher. I don't know. You know, the, the, the crazy thing is, like, in The Goonies and then in Throw Mama from the Train, she's, like, this horrible old lady. Yep. But according to uh, the kids, when they filmed The Goonies, she was, like, a sweetheart. Like, in oh, real I'm life. Sure. I bet she, was, she like, is. Yeah, that sweet. makes sense. <laughs> I'd take her out. I bet. That's funny. She was in Knight Rider as a crossing guard. Yeah. <laughs> she was in Manimal. She was a referee in Manimal, the TV show. What? <laughs> Hey, you guys remember Manimal? Yes. Never okay. seen it. 
Oh man, we need to watch that one and talk yeah, about I it. Do that. <laughs> totally. Was she in the A team? If she was in the A team, then then my life is complete. Oh, I'm sure she'd have to be right. She, I mean, everyone who lived in the '80s was. Well, she was on Three's Company. That's good. And Laverne and Shirley. So that show completely. Yeah. Wow. Like yeah, emergency Chips. family time. Chips. Yeah. She was Nurse <laughs> Betty Joe on Chips in 1979. Oh my gosh. Starts and Hutch. <laughs> Wonder Woman. He was on wow. Little House on the Prairie. Wow. Oh, she was on The Boy in the Plastic Bubble. <laughs> That's awesome. With John Travolta. <laughs> oh, man, I need to see that. Yeah, me too. I haven't seen it, but I've heard horrible things. Columbo. <laughs> she was on Columbo. Charlie's Angels in 1976. Awesome. Yeah. Ironside yeah. in 1972. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's funny. We're going to have to watch some of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she had a heck of a career. They need to make a DVD of all of her appearances. Yeah. That'd be cool. Because she, cool. she is an important. You're not going to find anybody who can play roles like that. Nowadays. No, she was, Probably she not, was very yeah. unique. Very yeah. unique. Definitely. <laughs> she's like Ruth. Uh, what was her name? Ruth Gordon. Is it Ruth Gordon who does the? Uh, um, I always know her from the uh, and joke about her from uh, uh, Rosemary's Baby. Oh yeah, <laughs> where she, where there's there's screaming, hell, saying and, and screaming that, yeah. and then she's the one who goes, that's because he's the father of your baby. That's what happens. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that somebody else will not be replaceable any with any other character. That right. super New Jersey accent. And <laughs> <laughs> Mickey and Maude, I think she was in as well. Or Maude and Mickey, but I'm off track again. And I, I'm trying to think of reasons why I shouldn't just buy this Manimal DVD right now. <laughs> I can't think of very many. No. I think I better I better finish my Space Stars first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, cool. Um, I can't think of anything else to add. Any, any, uh, we we any, pretty much been rampant. <laughs> <laughs> any last, uh, any last uh, throw mama from the train items? <laughs> I have a question. <laughs> if this film was to, and you know it's going to happen, it's inevitable that the film would be remade. Oh yeah, that makes sense. It probably will be. Yeah, who would you who would you have? I, I mean, maybe even 2017 because that'll be a landmark for it. Christmas 2017, mm-hmm. it'll probably be out. Mark my words. You heard it here, folks. First, I don't keep up with a lot of uh, actors and actresses. I don't know who would be. You know, the Anne Ramsey. You know, what would you want it to be? A comedy like it is, or would you want it to be even darker and more? No, no, that'll like ruin more. It. You know, like I'd, I'd make it more. Comedic, more, if anything. More funny, yeah. Right. yeah. Pat, Patton Oswalt is as... Uh, that would Danny be good. Oh, Danny oh, that'd be, would have to be That'd Patton be really Oswald. good. Good thinking. Thank you very much. Yeah, or Kevin James. <laughs> uh, no, totally not. <laughs> Patton Oswalt, and you need a, str- a straight, uh, a straight yeah, who man. Could, who could the... Do- who could the if you, if you throw Mama, why not make it throw Daddy from the train and make it uh, Christopher Walken? As the old, there you go. Oh, oh yeah, oh, awesome. Oh, when oh, when give me a Pepsi, you know, something. <laughs> I'm thirsty. <laughs> oh, my wife wanted to know if you could do Mama's accent, Kevin. She's like, I bet Kevin can make that accent. Make which, it. which, oh, Mama's accent could sound. Thank you so much for thinking of me, dear. Uh, yeah. All right, yeah. I'll try. Oh, Hank! 
<laughs> oh, and you stupid poop. Yeah. yeah, that was a great line, too. Don't get me. You stupid poop. Yo, he's trying to kill me. He's always trying what to kill me. What was he doing? Was he, cleaning, was he cleaning the wax out of her ears? Well, yes. That was kind of gross. Yeah, that was he was right. cutting her toenails. Owen, my Ew. big baby, Owen. He's cl- oh, that was so cute, though. When he, I think you got it. Then <laughs> she gives him up. <laughs> I love that. You know, it's she funny. She kept kissing. You see her mustache. That was oh crazy. yeah. She kept calling him like a like a fatty and stuff. Like you fat ass. Like you know. You know. I wonder. Like you know. It's 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 funny. Like you you know. It's mean, but it's funny. I'm like, man. You know. You're laughing. But I was thinking, like, if 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 I was one of the actors and I had to call somebody like a, a fat ass and a dumb shit and you know and all this kind of stuff, like I would feel really bad. You know. What I mean, I know, I know it's oh, the yeah. script. But oh, it's like yeah. I'd be like, "Hey, man!" And then I'd go up to him and be like, "Look, man, I'm sorry. It's just, a, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. I guess yeah. you just do it." But <laughs> I think when you're doing a character like that, and it is the character thing, you run through. Especially when you're sitting around a table. I, I've never, of course, been on a big, big production movie like that. But I guess after, <laughs> you know, all that crap of going through all those acting classes and everything, yeah. I don't think yeah. the value of that. Well, like, like some, like I guess I'm thinking more like, um, what was it I saw like? Eastbound and Down. Have you guys ever seen that show? It was like a Danny McBride's, like a washed-up baseball player, and it's really funny. But he he's really bad. And like in in it's in the sh- it's like a series. I think it was on HBO or something. But um, okay, so for instance, there was like in one scene, there was like a like a large lady, you know. Mm-hmm. But but he sits there and he's like, hey, fat butt, lardo, you know, stuff like that. And the yeah. way he says it, and and whatever he says, it's it's funny, but it's it's not like he's it's not like he's he's not calling her hey hey goofy. He's like hey fat butt, and yeah. she's a, a big lady. So in that case, you know, it's I don't know. I would feel really awkward, like because you're you're making fun of somebody for what they are, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and that's that's kind of the humor of the show, but it's like, oh my gosh. That's <laughs> How do you do that? That's the reason we love you is because your morals are quite decent. <laughs> yeah, you're you a good a, person. Don't person. lose that quality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think if it. you were getting paid pretty well, you wouldn't care what mm. people were calling you. I guess so. <laughs> Give Chris a $30,000 check and that heifer <laughs> hey, over hey. there. Needs to keep her hand out of the fry bag before her face starts turning to goo. <laughs> oh. Yeah, w- one of the lines was, he's not shy, he's just fat and lazy. <laughs> or fat and stupid. That's because he's yes. shy. No, he's not, he's fat and he's stupid. <laughs> Bless her, that, that was great. Oh, was I wish she movie. hung around a little longer so she could have done some more fun stuff. Yeah, yeah definitely. Because, yeah, the two movies I've seen with her have been great with, with her parts, you know. She was yep. born in 1929. Wow. All right, awesome. So um, I guess that'll wrap up our episode on Throw Mama from the Train. Can uh, Where can everybody find out more about you guys? Uh, you can find out more of my stuff at markalley.com, M-A-R-C-A-L-L-I-E.com. You can look for my books uh, on Amazon. I was geeky when geeky wasn't cool. Uh, or don't stop the geeking. Right now, I'm in the middle of Nano Rimo 2016. I'm writing my story, the thing from the drive-in. Oh, oh nice! I'm, post- I'm posting updates on my blog every once in a while. Cool. How's that uh, going? Uh, it's going pretty well. I mean, not as many words uh, I'd like to have had in there, but it's quite a change from writing about 
little memoirs from when I was a kid to writing an actual, you know, story with a plot and uh, that kind of thing. But uh, yeah. I'm trying to make sure it, it makes sense as much as a story like this needs to make sense. But it, it's cool. been going going pretty well. How many nice. how many words do you have to do a day for NaNoWriMo? Well, you you set your own goal. Uh, yeah. I think they recommend. Uh, fifty thousand words is a is the minimum for a novel, according to this little competition. Right. Uh, it's not a competition. It's more like a just a almost like a marathon that you run together with people or whatever. Yeah. I set my goal to be. Thir- I wanted the whole story to be thirty thousand by the end of the month, and I'm at sixteen one fifty seven right now. So yeah. that's like what a thousand a day. Um, a little less than that because I I didn't. I was so busy with extra life and all that going on that I didn't get to write until like the sixth. So I didn't get much done the first week. Oh, okay. but, uh, you know, I've got, I've got 14,000 left to go and there's like what, nine days. So I can probably, I can probably crank it out some over the weekend and get to that point. And then I'll nice. have to go back and edit like crazy. So, and, and then, you, and then you publish it or yeah, I'm going to publish this, but I'm going to publish that probably just put it up on Amazon for a while. And when I get another couple short stories, uh, maybe written, I'll just crank Put it out as a physical book too, probably at that point. Maybe awesome. I don't know. We'll see. That's, That's cool. awesome. I can't even read like one word off of my word of the day toilet paper. So I don't know <laughs> how in the world. You only but, use one square at a time, buddy. Well, I have really? to. No, I use two. One to read, and never mind. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> and you can, if you wish, and it's up to you, the listener. If you wish, you can find my podcast at zerbinator.wordpress.com. And it's Zerbinator Land Podcasting for all your podcasting needs. Uh, a couple new shows coming up. They're always new what shows. What a shocker. Coming up. <laughs> what a shocker. <laughs> yeah, brand every, new shows, right? <laughs> yeah. Every, every time we do a podcast, Kevin's got a new one coming out. <laughs> he does. Well, well he this does. one will happen. <laughs> this, one, <laughs> this one is. Uh, called my generation and it's really a great idea kind of sparked by my buddy jeff demarco and uh with me and and he's a younger guy i'm an older guy and we have two different points of views on two different eras and at the end of this show i have uh come up with these one minute interviews with uh our elders and asked them some of the questions that we talk about and see what their thoughts are on them Oh, so cool. it's basically different generations' uh, opinions on different things, and nice. it's, it's it's yeah, it's a really cool idea, and it was uh, the brainchild of Jeff DeMarco and myself, and so that's going to actually start recording this coming Wednesday, and then uh, good old uh, Phil is coming back to do pretentious podcast, which is going to be great. Nice, and I, and I thank Jeff for you know filling in for the time that he's been out. It's been very busy, two kids, and life, and work yeah. and oh my gosh so but i'm excited to have him back and um that's it the other show um, is that mbot show that has to do with movies based on true stories and mm-hmm. uh and i really need to get going on that and i think it'll have to be after christmas because right now i'm trying to work on a a an 80s uh synth christmas music album oh nice and try to have nice. seven songs done in time for listening by at least the 15th of december if i'm lucky yeah so mm. I really Easy. enjoyed your latest 80 to 89 with IC Robots. Oh, I thought that was really, really great. Thanks. He was so fun. Oh, he, I like his show anyway. Yeah, I do too. And uh, hearing you, hearing you two both, you guys, you guys were great. He, he, he is the, 
the driest sense of humor I have ever. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's, worked with. He's he's really good. And it was a pleasure. And of course, you know, you you and Ferg, I love you. Listen to you too as well. So well, thank you. All right, you can you can find uh, my stuff at ctupa.com. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you uh, next time. Thank you for listening to TupaCast. TupaCast can be found on iTunes or at ctupa.com slash tupacast. If you have a topic idea for a podcast or would like to be a guest on TupaCast, email tupacastpodcast at gmail.com. Feedback and comments are also welcomed at iTunes and via email. We hope you have enjoyed listening to TupaCast. Bye! Say goodnight, bro. Turn, 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 turn.